there. Welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted to spend this hour with you. Thank you for reserving this hour to spend with me. I am all things about the stories you are living by, the stories you're writing, the stories you are creating, and how you share them and show up in the world. And it really doesn't matter if you're writing something for a book, a blog, a brand, a podcast, an article. Maybe this is your speech or your TED Talk I love coaching you through the process and helping you bring whatever it is you want to create out into the world. Today, we're going to get into a very lively topic. It's one that I love from the personal development world, and it's all about doing the thing that stretches you. Because you know, anytime you're willing to really stretch, you're growing. And you're being very, very intentional. You're being exactly who you came here in the world to be. So we're going to talk all about that, stretching you and doing the thing that does stretch you. So if you are new to this show, I just want to say welcome. And if you are a regular of the show, I want to say welcome back because it is always wonderful to spend time with you. I want to first thank people that said they are going to be here today. Looks like we've got Drew and Annette. I want to thank Tim and Victoria. I want to thank Eddie and Liesel. I hope I said that right, Liesel. I want to thank Mariah and Mariana. I also want to thank Julie and, ooh, that looks like a beautiful name, Samaria, Samaria. Thank you so much for tuning in today and being with us on the live show. And just so you know, I always take your questions first because I know you're here. Looks like Rebecca might be here as well. So, Uh, Just go ahead and if you have a question you want to get coaching on today, head over to my Facebook page. That is my personal page, Debbie Handrich. Do you know how to spell that? It's not so easy. Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y and Handrich is just like it sounds. H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. And just type in your question today. Like I said, we're talking about doing the thing that stretches you, but you you can send in anything about your story and we will get you some coaching on that. We, who's we? Me and my uh, my team that I channel. <laughs> that I, I would say the we is my personal experience and hopefully a little wisdom will chime in. That's the week. <laughs> I also want to say hi to Terry and Merti. I almost, I almost left you out. I'm so sorry. Uh, hello, Terry and Merti. And is Mark with you today? If so, hi to Mark as well. And maybe even Susie is showing up today. Hello to Susie. 
it is really wonderful to think about the ways that story has influenced us over time. But if you're like me, it's it's not enough. It's not enough to think, you know, I, I feel the impact of story and then just let it be. But it really feels different when you allow your stories to carry you into the chapter of the life you're living right now. It helps you be a little more courageous. It helps you be a little intentional. How is it that your story has influenced you so that you are these things? Courageous, intentional, on purpose, present, thoughtful. How are you just as simply a good friend because you allow story to have some influence on you? And just, I want to bring us back to the topic. How do stories allow you to stretch? Mm. You know, one way that stories allowed me to stretch was when I started to notice a particular theme that was coming up in my life. And that theme was that I was, I was putting a lot of emphasis in my, my friends and my family members, but I was not noticing that at the root of that, there were certain addiction behaviors that, that were going unnoticed. When I decided that being influenced by addiction wasn't enough, it changed like this. I started to want to be more present in my life. I looked for recovery groups. I asked myself, do I have a problem with alcohol? And one of the things I realized was, yes, I do. But it's not a direct problem. The problem I had with alcohol was that I wasn't being very intentional about how I was showing up with friends and family members and the role that alcohol was playing in our lives. Instead, I was being someone that was in a lot of denial around it. I thought by going to recovery groups, I would notice that, that maybe I had a problem with drinking. And I thought that was going to be the outcome since every single day after work, I would come home and I would have a glass of wine and I would go back to work because I was working like 70 hours a week at the time. So I really thought my problem was alcohol. And it was in a weird way. But my problem with alcohol was how I was relating to other people's drinking, how I was relating to my work life and turning it into an addiction, how I was not really answering the call to live a higher calling, to live more intentional with my real story. And that was teaching and serving and offering a podcast. One of the ways I got really stretched, and this is our theme today, was I decided that my relationship with alcohol had to change. It had to. And the way it was going to happen was by being really honest with how I was showing up with my friends and my family. 
and not just pushing hard conversations away, not just tolerating behaviors I didn't like, not just going with the flow. Because during those days when I was drinking a glass of wine every night, I was living with someone who was drinking a bottle of wine every night. And I just didn't question it. I just saw it as that's his business. That's his business. I really didn't question it. Because to question might mean to really set off a bomb in my life. And when we stretch, we look at all this stuff. We look at what's real in our life and we say, I'm not going to put up with the way things are anymore. I'm going to do something really different. I'm going to be really courageous. I'm going to look for help and find ways to live a higher, more meaningful, more thoughtful life. Even if I have to admit I'm drinking a glass of wine after work every night and I'm worried if that means I'm an alcoholic. And even if it might mean I'm not talking to people about the truth in my life and I'm worried what that means. When you get to the point when you're willing to really stretch, really grow, you ask hard questions and you do something about it. And that's when your life starts to get good, my friends, really good. In fact, sometimes it can get so good that you have to go back to the habit just for a little while to find out how good it really is. And that was me. I had to find out that I was really a workaholic, that putting in 60, 70 hours a week was no good. It was killing me off. Now I work a happy 35 hours a week. And when it gets to be more, I have friends that call and remind me, mm, you're going over the speed limit there with your job. Knock it off. <laughs> and it really helps. It really helps a lot. I'm going to give you five tips during the show of how you might put an end to doing those addictive behaviors, but initiate more stretching and more personal growth in your life. Whew. So I wanted to get all those ideas in before we went to our first break today. Thanks for being patient with me while we got a little bit of a late start while I was tweaking with my technology. It happens. Life is real. And this show is live. <laughs> so all that good stuff happens. You know, I've got some really, really fun things to tell you about. One is that I have a luxury retreat coming up. And if you like stretching and growing and expanding, this retreat might be for you. It's, it's something I am so proud of. I have been dreaming this up for literally, you're not going to believe me, literally 21 years. It's 21 years ago, I was in graduate school and we had to dream up something really big, really, really big that we wanted to create and put all kinds of systems and designs and foundations in place that would help that thing grow. So I did that in order to graduate. But did I actually hold a retreat? No, I didn't. I made it look really good on paper. I'll tell you that. 
but I have often done things in my business that reminded me how much I really wanted to create retreats. And I am so, so excited that my first one is coming up August 19th, August 19th and 20th in the Northeast Seattle area, technically called Woodenville. I will be holding my very first luxury retreat. And this is for you. If you know that your story matters to you, that you want to get in touch with expanding that story, if you want to learn new habits about making that happen now, not next year or two years from now or 20 years from now, but now, you don't necessarily have to be a writer, but I would say you are a creator of something. And maybe you are someone who creates speeches or blogs or podcasts, or maybe you're creating a cookbook as one potential participant is. It doesn't really matter what you want to create. It matters that you want to transform and that story is at the core of it. Whether it's the story you're telling, the story you're making, the story you're getting ready for the world. I am so excited to help you make this happen. I can't even tell you how excited I am. And since you are a listener of the show, I want to provide to you the opportunity to make sure that regardless of the cost, because the the, the baseline cost for this retreat, and there are many deluxe factors that you can add on if you choose, but the baseline cost for your lodging and your food and all the content I'm going to offer is $1,500. And it's going to go up quite a bit, depending on the private coaching you might add on. But if you are listening right now and you want to be the one and only person that I offer the price cut to, I want you to send me an email today. All righty. I want you to send me an email to Ask Coach Debbie, and remember Debbie is spelled D E B B Y. Ask Coach Debbie at gmail.com. And you just write to me and say, Dear Coach Debbie, I'm one of your top fans at Story U, and I want to know how to get in on that deal. And we'll have a conversation and make sure you are the person. All right. It's as easy as that. And I'm giving away one. So ask Coach Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at gmail.com. That's how you reach out to me. And that's how we get to start working on this retreat of that dream you want to make come true. I've decided to call this retreat Happy Endings. (laughs) I like that. We're going to make you the happy ending of your story. So what do you say I take a little break here? I see if anyone is sending in some questions. Maybe some of you would like a little live coaching today. We're just going to take a quick back break and we're going to come right back. Stay tuned. Hi. 
Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hello, I'm Nathan Mum. Join me and Mike Day as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person. We are a live radio program that airs Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you go to facebook.com forward slash techtimeradio, youtube.com forward slash techtimeradio, or twitch.tv forward slash techtimeradio, you can catch us live Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find us at all podcast services online from Apple to Google and everything in between. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Oh, I'm just so glad that you are with me today. We're gonna we're gonna go a little deep here and we're gonna talk about the fact that you and your story require a little stretching at times. Why? Because it helps you grow. It helps you grow. And taking a deep dive into this is often the best way to do it. We don't mess around, right? We don't mess around. We go straight for it. Uh, One thing I want to say right off the top is we all have language that We put to things that if we're willing to define things a new way, we get comfortable quickly. So one of the things that I learned is some people talk about the word source. They say, the way I stretch myself is I get connected to my source. Another way I hear people talk is they say, well, the best way I can stretch myself is to get connected to a higher power. Some people say, well, if I'm going to stretch myself, I can't do it without God. Some people say the best way to stretch myself is by being the real, true, heroic me. Bottom line in all of those things is that we use words that we're comfortable with. Have you ever noticed that? Even when you're stretching, even when you're open to developing, if the people around you are using vocabulary that scares you, you don't find you're as open to stretching. This has certainly been my experience. So I'll tell you a little something about stretching yourself. When I realized that I was working too much, I found myself in 12-step rooms that was really focused around friends and family members and also in other rooms that focused around the idea that workaholism was just as dangerous as, you know, sugar can be, alcohol can be, drugs can be, gambling can be that workaholism was very, very dangerous. And while I sat in these rooms, 
I noticed how people were stretching their thinking. I noticed how people were growing. But I also noticed this. I was really uncomfortable when someone said, God, I didn't like it. And I think I didn't like it because it went back to my childhood upbringing. And that was a God that, well, it, it was never intended to go this way. But there, there came a point when God was someone who judged you and God was someone who left you out of things. I think when I was really young, I was really open to the idea that God was someone friendly and someone that loved me. But somewhere in there, I changed my idea around it. So years later, in my very early 40s, I didn't want to be in a room where people were talking about God. But fortunately, I learned early on, you have to find new definitions for words when you want to stretch. This is what I used to leave as my fifth tip, but I've moved it to being the first. And the reason is because it's so deep. It is so important that if the word source keeps you coming back, you use the word source. If the word aligned keeps you coming back, you use that. If it's higher power, you use that. If it's God, you use that. If it's Jesus Christ, you use that. But you use what allows you to stretch and to grow and to be the real you. Because if you use the words that are deeply connected to your past and they in any way scare you, all energy to stretch is off. All opportunity to grow is gone. So as deep as that is, as big as that is, as confronting as that can be, I really want you to start by redefining and choosing words that allow you to stay in the spirit of growing and with that spirit of stretching so that you don't go, oh, they're talking about you know what, I'm out of here, I'm done, I don't want to grow, I don't need this, I'm going back to the way it was. Don't be that person. Be willing to stretch even if you are like my sweet friend Tim who has bought himself a home and is finding out how incredibly demanding that can be or who is now expanding family. There's new in-laws. There's new people coming around. There's new health issues to be concerned with. Maybe you're like my friend Kim. Kim is expanding because she has gone from being what's called a solopreneur with her business to having a team, to having actual employees. I want to take a minute and focus on this question that Kim has sent in today. This is a brilliant question about stretching. She says, I know the last time we talked, I was telling you about team building and I felt really confident at the time that all would go well. I had a lot of systems in place to support me. 
All I can say is that things got really, really messy before anything got much better. But speaking to the theme you're doing today, I stretched. Boy, did I stretch. I stretched in ways I couldn't imagine stretching. And in ways I thought I was falling on my face. I got a little embarrassed and started to hide from social media at times. But I came back and found that, I don't know this word, I came back and found, I think you mean stability. I think that got spelled wrong. I came back and found that stability was within me. I found that I could rely on the practices I had started as a solopreneur and lean into new help to work with team. It has not been easy for me. If you could coach me today, here is my question. When you get in those scary moments and you want to quit, what helps you stretch? Oh, thank you, Kim. Um, thank you for using the word scary because <laughs> that's the truth. When, when you're open to stretching, you're also saying yes I'm willing to be scared a little on this path. I'm willing to go forward, even though the terrain might be a little terrifying. Let me tell you some things I do. I look for friends. I look for friends that I can talk to. I look for friends that I know are comfortable when I say, listen, I've been ashamed before and you've sat across from me. I'm a little ashamed right now to say, I'm kind of scared, I'm kind of wobbly, but here's what I'm going through. And, and say it directly to them, Kim. Say, I want your advice, or say, I just need you to listen. That's, that's when you know going into a conversation that you're a bit scared, it's really important to know, am I here because I want someone to direct me or am I here? Cause I just, I just need a friend. I just need someone to listen to me. Also think about this. Are you willing to, to really write down if you don't want to take it to a friend, are you willing to write down the whole truth of what's going on from your point of view? doesn't really matter when you're scared how others see it or what they have to say about it. But it's really, really important that you be in touch with you. And that's, that's just you taking time to write down, this is my story. This is how I'm seeing it from right here. This is what I know to be true right this minute. And I just need to pour it out on paper so it's not going on every single walk I go on. So it's not scaring me from every single night's sleep. If you get in a habit of writing things down and just telling the truth about where you're willing to stretch, what's scary about it, I really think you'll develop a habit of seeing, and here's the key, a lot of the scariness is just what you're thinking is going to happen and come true. 
And it's not necessarily what has already come to pass yet. So much of what scares us is what we're thinking is on the way, but not necessarily what's already happened. And I know, Kim, you as a business owner, you've been so faithful to your business all this, all these years. Uh, you know, you know how important it is to have kind of that daily business outlet where you can journal and stretch yourself by just telling the truth to your journal or maybe even going to a friend and saying, hey, I need you to sit across from me. I'm really scared. And I know, A, I either really need you to listen or B, I, I really need you to comfort me with an idea or two. Let them know right off the bat what you want. It's so good to hear from you, Kim. And I just want to say in front of all of our listeners, I am sorry. <laughs> I have not reached out to you sooner. And this is a great reminder that that's got to happen this week. So be looking for a call from me. I also want to take a moment to tell you a little bit about my client, Victoria. She is a longtime lovely friend and wonderful person in my life. She came up with a great idea that is completely on par with this topic. She wants to work with people that are writing and who want to be accountable for what they're doing. And she's thinking that this can happen in community. Working in community is one of my strongest tips when you want to stretch yourself. Now, Victoria knows because she has completed the first run of her book. It's called A Journey to Grace. In the upcoming months or year, you're going to see this out on the bookshelf. A Journey to Grace, which is penned by Victoria, is a process she took herself through. She developed a real strong writing accountability pattern because she knew that as a mother as and she's a mother of twins and preteens can I add uh, she is a wife to a man who runs a very successful business and she is very active in her church she knew those three things right there required her time and commitment but she had this dream of writing a book and she had had that dream for a long time. And when she came to me and spelled out what she was thinking about, we dove deeper and we found that there, there might even be a deeper dream inside of her about that book and about that content. And she got going. Now, what I loved about Victoria was she knew if she was going to take accountability to having this book be finished in the next year, she was going to have to be very serious about a writing practice. And I would say this has made Victoria a fine candidate to have an accountability group. And it's one that I would love to come and speak to, but we're looking for members. 
would you like to be a member of a writing accountability group? Because if you would, we're pretty serious about the idea that so much can happen. You can stretch and grow when you are committed to a group where you say, this is what I'm up to. And this is where I'd like to get some advice. And this is when I can meet with you and you can count on me to be here. It doesn't mean you have to show up every single time, but you give it your best to be there as often as you can. Are you interested in this? If so, I would love for you to stretch and grow with us. And why don't you get in touch with me at AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. And I'll connect you to Victoria. We're getting it all set up. It's going to be really good. So please, please chime in if that sounds good to you. AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. And Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y. In fact, Victoria is just writing to me right now saying she can't listen right now, but she's going to be listening to the Friday replay. So this is a go, you guys. AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. We've got one more break here. When I come back, I'm going to be sharing with you more ideas on how you can stretch and grow this year, let alone this week. Come on. All right, we're going to come right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Hi, it's New York Vinny inviting you to join me as I return to Seattle with another one of my passions, cars. The hour version of Drive Time is a weekly look at the automotive world from classics right on through to electrics. Each week we'll review the new, reminisce about the old, and talk about a lifestyle that is built around cars and the people who drive them. Saturday mornings at 8. Right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW. Alternative Talk, 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I just checked my Gmail and I don't have takers yet for my offering on this retreat it's called the Happy Endings Writer's Luxury Yummy Delicious Retreat. Do you like all that that I've added to my title? <laughs> it's happening August 19th and 20th. It's going to be in the northeast corner just outside of Seattle. The town is called Woodenville. You're going to love it. And if you are listening to the show, I want to offer to you my best discount. And I'm not offering it to anyone else. You got to be a fan of my show. You got to love what I bring you every Thursday. And you are in the hat for the drawing. 
Today, we are really expanding ourselves. We're thinking about how do I stretch? How do I grow? How do I develop? And you don't, you don't have to be someone who is writing. But you do want to recognize that part of you that creates. You understand what I'm saying here. Not all of us start by writing. A lot of people I convert, of course. I'm very good at converting people into writing. But not all of us start there. Where many of us begin is with the desire to stretch, the desire to grow and be all that we can. And what I want to say is take notice that your life is full of chapters. It's real. It's ongoing, of course. And you, you could think of, you are a main character, if not the center character in your life. But one of the great ways you are gathering perspective about your life is if you see story by story how it's unfolding and how you are choosing things to come in to your life. Now, there's a lot of things we don't really feel we get to choose. For example, some of you heard me sharing that I didn't feel I, I got to choose how things would go down regarding my mom and my, my huge desire to go and see her on Mother's Day. Three Mother's Days have now passed where I didn't get to go to L.A. and see her. And sometimes I'm just on pins and needles missing her. So there are these, these chapters in my life where I feel like I didn't feel like I got much choice there. But my writing helps me stretch. And how it works is I write a lot about how I value my relationship with my mom and how I want to continue that even while her health troubles her at times, even when there are times when she has to be away and we, we don't get to talk on the phone much. It is important to me to gain perspective by writing things down, putting it away, and having the opportunity to come back and look at it with fresh eyes. When I do that, I stretch because I see my thoughts. I feel accountable to what's going on in my life. I see that I'm living in a particular chapter. And while I feel like there are some things where I don't get to choose, I mean, I would never choose for my mother to have to face more illness. I would never choose to not have the opportunity to go and see her. I realize that there are some choices that I have. And again, that invites me to come back and write and to, to make a lot of difference in my life and to grow, to grow. It's hard at first when we think I have no choice here. But if you're willing to tap in and write down what's true, what's really on your mind, maybe you don't want to write. Maybe you want to go to a confidant and tell that person, 
you'll start to hear and see and feel you as a character, a main character, of course, the central character in your life. But you'll, of course, start to relate just a little bit differently to your situation. Because in being real about what's going on, real change, real opportunity starts to show up. It's when we find ways to numb out. One of my favorite ways to numb out has been with sugar. It's really weird, but a piece of cheesecake will take all my troubles away for, for a while. And I don't have to think about stuff. And uh, let me tell you, that has has served me in so many ways. It, the number one way is it has bought me time. But the way that it hasn't served me is that there are some things that really I don't have time to buy against. I need to be present. I took a vow almost, a vow about a year ago while... I was really struggling with my shoulder injury that I would just set sugar aside and face my responsibilities around recovering strength in my body. And one of the foundations of that meant giving up sugar. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to because sugar was like my my little baby blanket coming back in my life. It just made me feel so comfy. It bought me time between the pain of my reality and knowing what I really needed to do. But in making that vow to give up sugar, I found myself in my journal more and more because I needed perspective. I needed perspective on how to be present with a, an inflammatory injured rotator cuff that hurt. Like I, I am not allowed on this radio station to tell you the truth of the pain of that injury. But I can tell you this. I, I wanted to stretch and grow beyond my coping mechanisms. And one was to share with friends, I need help. Another was to get back to my writing practice. And another was to put down, put down and make a commitment to the areas where I really had a strong crutch. I mean, sugar for me is just a full-blown addiction. If I'm worried about anything, I go there. So life changed for me really fast when I made a 30-day commitment that I would not eat sugar. I couldn't even believe I was doing it. I had never tried anything like this before because here's the bottom line. It sounded way too big. I knew a lot of people that had done it and been successful, but my story, my story was not that I will expand or that I will grow or that it will stretch me. My story was if I give up sugar, I'll die. (laughs) And I thought that was the truth. I was certain it was the truth. So writing helped me gain my perspective. So did my community, my community of people that I was willing to share 
my story with. I was a little ashamed to talk about it, but they listened. I also, I also felt that I had to have some accountability to myself. And that meant getting into my writing and putting it away at times, pulling it back out, rereading what I had written down and hanging out with that number one tip I shared in the beginning, hanging out with source, with God, with higher power. You can call it whatever you want. But for me, I think of it as my higher power and just saying, look, look, higher power. I wrote down the truth here. I wrote it down because on this date, at this time, this was my truth. Can you show me a little something more so that I feel like I have choice? And it starts to happen. It's really wild how when we are willing to stretch and grow, we do. It takes a tremendous amount of willingness. But as soon as we say yes, I will. I will. I'll do it for one week. I'll do it for 30 days. For me, it's really hard to bite off more than 30 days. There got to be a point where I was willing to stick with things for a year. I'll tell you this, I blew it more than once. But it felt doable. I'm doing this for the next year. You find what is your amount of time. Try seven days. Try 30 days. But really commit that you are willing to do things differently and don't do it alone. If you want to stretch, if you want to grow, find yourself to a community or at least a person that is willing to see you where you're at and honor you and not shame you and blame you. You're probably carrying enough of that already. Tell them what you want. Tell them, I want you to just listen this time. Or tell them, I want you to hold me accountable. Or tell them, look, if you can, I'd love you to take me by the hand right now and just be with me because this is big. My friend Kim that wrote in today, she's been that friend for me more than once. She's been the friend that has held me by the hand when I've said, this is big for me. I'm writing about it, but I'm not yet seeing my choices. I'm talking to friends about it, but I'm not yet done with the shame. When you have someone you know you can go to, the answers and the gift of relief begins. It begins. You might have to stick with it for more days, for even a month, for even longer, for the magic, the real magic to kick in. But the relief, it starts right away. I really want to encourage you, if you know it's time to stretch, if you know it's time to grow just a little bit, you can when you honor that there's people around that want to help with that. There's community available if you'll reach out to it. Telling the truth on paper or to someone you trust is very key. Noticing that you have a desire for accountability just like I was telling you, Victoria took the high road 
And she was one of the people that was very successful at completing her book and the time frame she wanted to. But I think she also changed a habit or two along the way. I know she developed a writing practice. I know she developed a practice of really listening to herself, seeing her perspective on paper and responding to it. I also want to encourage you, think about how you align with that final idea. How do you align with your source, your higher power, your deeper listening? Maybe for you it's God, maybe for you it's Jesus Christ, Buddha, Allah, anything higher than you. And for starters, if that's a friend, go for it. But always, always know there is energy in the world. There are people in the world. There's community in the world that will help you and love you while you stretch. I hope this message has served you today. You don't have to be a writer as much as I always love to encourage you to just try it out. If you want me to hold your hand while you're trying it out, I have services and ways that we can make that happen. If you would like a one-hour free consultation, you can get in touch with me at coachdebbie.com. Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click connect and we'll spend 30 minutes to an hour getting you started on the path of writing and stretching. That's all I have for you today, my friends. I'm here every Thursday, 4 o'clock Pacific time, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Until next week, namaste.